with your white claw. Mango white claw. <laughs> These are the. I love the new pack. I don't the, like the mango. The lemon, tangerine, watermelon. Yeah, but the mango is my least favorite. There's three mangoes sitting in the fridge right now. They're the leftovers from Labor Day. Well, if you still have them when me and Dee go to Royal Pacific, I'll take them with me. Will I still have white claw when I and Dee go to Royal Pacific Magic 8-Ball? I shook it too much and all the bubbles are coming. <laughs> Very doubtful. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, this ma- I've asked this Magic 8-Ball. I know you have. Like, life-altering decisions. I know And she have. has done me so dirty. <laughs> I have asked it like serious shit. I know. And she's been like, go for it. And I'm like, all right. And it's been <laughs> such a letdown. It's been so much regret. Maybe don't trust a magic eight ball. Anyway, this is Melissa. (laughs) This is Kat. We made a website and it's pretty cute and there's nothing on it, but if you want to visit it, do it. Tragicalpodcast.com. We're a dot com. Not even a net or an org. We're a dot com now. You're welcome. I booked tattoos for Kat's birthday, which is December 2nd. I know that's kind of far away, but it kind of has something to do with one of our episodes, and I'm like so excited. We're really pumped about it. <laughs> I've been telling everyone about it. I'm really pumped. I have to get ready to perform. This is what I need. Caviar and mango white claw. I couldn't think of what it was going. I don't think that's a very good combination. I also so didn't have caviar. I had flautas. That's the new caviar, in case I, you kids were wondering. I ate a whole can of mandarin oranges. <laughs> I love it. Because I have um, ants in my snacks. Oh my god. Our house is full. There's ants everywhere. I wake up with ants in my bed. We've sprayed. I don't know what kind of ants these are. They're not like little sugar ants. Like, they bite and they freaking hurt They're so definitely bad. red ants. And we can't afford, like, an exterminator like adults. So. We also have cats, so we can't really do anything. No, they can come and spray. Not do you think like, my plant's dying? Look at its little tips. They're turning brown. My bad plant, there's mommy. There's literally, like, oh, no, there's a couple. No, yeah, there's, like, been- 10 out of 20 of them are brown. There's a lot more than 20 leaves on there, and you're still a better plant mom than me. So, this week? <laughs> I thought we weren't saying this week anymore. Oh, this yeah. episode. We are gathered here today. <laughs> Under the campfire. <laughs> Under the campfire. <laughs> I don't know why. My brain went to, like, Epcot, like... This is like Lord in the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up in the middle of the night thinking I said under the campfire. Lord in the Rings. I always crawl under the campfire. (laughs) You know, sometimes you just have to. Oh, no. I miss Illuminations. I miss it more than I, yeah, I love it so much. Anyways, we are gathered here tonight (laughs) around the campfire. Around, that's the word I was looking for. To tell you why. Beauty and the Beast. Is tragical. tragical. I love this movie so much, but definitely (laughs) tragical AF. It's so good though. I have problems with Gaston. We're gonna get into it. Oh, yeah. Chugs more White Claw and um, 
the Disney Plus description. I knew you were going to say something. It was poor at best. <laughs> it was like sing along with Belle and your cherished characters or something like that. Your favorite characters or beloved characters or something like that. What if I had never seen this movie? What if? Now I just have to beloved these characters <laughs> that I don't know. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I mean, don't you? What if I had never seen this? But you have. What if this is the first time I had seen Beauty and the Beast? Raise your hand if you've never seen Beauty and the Beast. There are people out no there. No one in this room has their hand up. Whiskey has definitely seen Beauty and the Beast. Right? That's his favorite movie. Look how cute he is. Um, the music is so good. Oh my gosh, the opening scene. It's just so beautiful. It is really pretty. They go into Beast story. Yeah. He's kind of a dick. He's a fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah. But also... Okay, so the story is, <laughs> let's get into it. A fucking old hag. An ugly old hag. Okay, an ugly old hag <laughs> comes to his beautiful castle mm-hmm. in the middle of the forest or whatever. In France. In France. And it steals his rose from his rose garden. Are you following me? I'm here. Knocks on his door mm-hmm. and asks if she can stay the night. Yeah. What part of that is he saying, yeah, come on in, old lady who just stole my flower? Right. And I also, like, I don't know, ugly old hag. I just think, like, Snow White, like, she got poisoned by an ugly old hag. So, like. If an old lady knocked on our door right now, a raggedy old lady with a aloe plant from our front yard. (laughs) I wouldn't open the door. I don't open the door for anyone. And she was like, here's this aloe plant that I just picked out of your (laughs) garden. Smells like B.O. Can I sleep on your couch? What are you saying? That I wouldn't speak because the door would be closed. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> one point for Beast. First of all, he's not rude. Like, you're, you're rude, old lady. Yeah. But it turns out she's a witch. So. A beautiful witch at that. It's about, like, hospitality. And no. Being a good person. And I'm a good person. I would not let that person into my house. No, literally house. same. Yikes. Even if I had a castle and I could, like, put her off in a corner somewhere and, like, have guards watch her or something. I don't know, but... Especially in a castle. You have, like, your good silverware. She's going to steal your silverware. She already stole a rose. What else could she steal? She's going to steal your silverware and your horse and your roses. He had a dog. There was a dog. Just steal the dog. I also have another question. Oh, Jesus. Okay, he's the prince of what? Of France. (laughs) (laughs) And no one notices. Okay, okay, so my thing on this... There's no king, no queen. I have so many questions. In the live action, they kind of delve into it more because they say that, like, in his curse, everyone in the town also were cursed. Forgets that they have a monarchy? Yeah. Okay, great. I'm glad we cleared that up. But yeah, they don't really talk about it in this one. I'm sorry, it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Where where are the king and the queen? Are they dead? I'm assuming so. If so, there should be like, um, what are they called? A steward. Well, he's like 19. 18, 19. So he shouldn't be the prince anymore then. He should be the king. If his parents are dead. Oh, maybe he's like 17. He has to wait to come of age. This I movie, you say. I have lots of problems right off the bat. Lots of key issues here I have questions about. See, in the beginning of all of this, I was the one that read too much into no, everything. No, no, I've you. always felt this way. Since I was since I was a babe of five, I was like, where are, the, where are the king and queen? Why don't the townspeople notice he's missing? Why would he let that filthy old hag into his house? Oh, what is he the prince of? Why is that castle in the middle of nowhere? Maybe they just disappeared because they didn't actually have a monarchy anymore, so they just kind of, like, 
what is it, dissolved? I effing suppose, but... Um, but they describe the prince as spoiled, selfish, unkind, and um, me as well. Yeah. So the ugly old hag is actually a beautiful witch and casts a spell on the castle and turns all the angels into gargoyles, which honestly is... I better think looking. an upgrade. <laughs> that is an upgrade. Tea. I'd rather have gargoyles on my castle than angels. Yeah, they're pretty fucking cool looking. Yeah, that's a bad castle, man. Yeah, that man. Sick AF. Yeah, and then casts an enchantment, and so all the people become stuff, and the prince becomes the beast. He's as ugly on the outside as he is on the inside. Tea. He's pretty fine on the inside, but it's fine. <laughs> he gets better. It's fine. On to Belle. Yeah. In a little town. It's a quiet village. village. I think Belle is hands down the prettiest princess. She has the weirdest shaped head. No. And we do not stand a low pony in any facet. I literally (laughs) love Belle. I think she is the prettiest princess. First of all, she has the coolest dresses in the whole movie. All of her outfits, spot on, perfect. She looks good in every color. Like, she's a queen of all the seasons. We stand. We stand, Princess Belle. That butt (laughs) hair, though. I can't take the butt hair. I don't like it. She pulls it off. No, she doesn't. Also, who is she calling them little? Insults all of them and then is like insulted that they don't like her. The first words out of her mouth, she's like, little, you little fucking town people doing your same shit. That's her whole song. Yeah. And then hers is just like, I like to read, which makes me weird. It do. Half of those people probably can't read. Do you know that? No, literally. I'm just assuming. No, no, yeah. When do you think this is? Oh, Jesus. Okay, so there's no... Well, they have carts. They don't have any cars or electricity. There's, like, steam power happening. Yeah. And, like, candles for lights. When was steam power, do you think? When did, like, trains start happening? I don't know. 1800s? Oh, I was thinking, like... I'm going to go... very off? I'm going to go 1690. Steam... 1690 is the first thing that came up with something about a giraffe, but I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Steam powered giraffes. Wait, what did you say? 1690. 1698. Oh my. You're getting good at this. I am a historian. (laughs) Excuse me. I was so far off. I love me right now. Yeah. I'm like a freaking historian. Did you hear me say 1690 and I was eight years off? Go back to that giraffe thing. It's a band called Steam Powered Giraffe. But But she's like over her life and she's bored. And honestly, she lives in a cottage in a cute little town and has like goats and chickens. And I. That's kind of our dream. I actually don't understand what Belle is complaining about. And all I do is read, so perfect. I would just feed the chickens and you would just read. I love it. Why are we doing that right now? Belle? (laughs) Get over it, sis. People are dying. Belle (laughs) is Kim Kardashian. People Kim are Kardashian. dying, Belle. <laughs> Belle, people are dying. Um, I will say one thing. Great brows. Great eyebrows. Yeah. Brows on fleek. We just got to fix that that little low pony. We got to get her into an updo, which we do later, so it's fine. True. Also, can we talk about this whole town? They're all fucking gossips. I mean, I guess there's not anything else to do. But this whole song, not only is she just like, these townspeople are boring and lonely, but like, all these townspeople do this entire three minute song is talk shit about one girl. Y'all ain't got nothing better to do. She doesn't want to be there. And they don't want her there. Exactly. That's their their daily routine. They do this song every day. Oh God, could you (laughs) imagine? And then the sheep run through the town square. They got free of the guy. He chases after them. And then I just love that while the sheep are running up, the lady washing her clothes in the fountain in the middle of the town square gets upset that the sheep are there. Listen, clean water is hard to find in 
1690. Clearly in the town fucking square fountain, you can just do your laundry. Just do your laundry there. I'm going to go go to Winter Garden (laughs) Village. The lake in our backyard. Just let me see more public than staying out. Oh, no. Can we talk about how hot the bimbets are, too, though? Who's looking at Belle when the bimbets are there? And also, all, why are, all three of them. When were they coined the bimbets, and why are they the bimbets, and can we reestablish a name for them? Yeah, that is very sexist. We don't know if they're bimbos. Okay, they're kind of bimbos. <laughs> but, like, so? You can be a bimbo in 1690. Agrees. It's fine. But, like, also, like, that is so, like, sexist. Like, to just, like, call them the bimbets. Like, Let's rename them. Okay. Okay, there's Sarah. One of them is Sarah <laughs> with an H, for sure. Sarah without an H. <laughs> yes. What's something French? Marguerite. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, and Marguerite. <laughs> <laughs> they're beautiful. Yo, they're flawless. They have all three different hairstyles, even though they're triplets. Different dresses. They're cute. Maybe their last name's Bimbet. No, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're also called something else, but I can't remember. I've always known them as the Bimbets. Yeah. They are so stunning. Yeah. Who would pick a brunette over a blonde? In theory, uh, team blonde. <laughs> I'm team Bimbet all day. They like Gaston, though, so they're wrong about that. But also, do you see everyone else in town? So, Gaston is just disrespectful. Yeah, he's honestly, like, the worst Disney character. He's so full of himself. He's so, like, disgusting. He's so misogynistic. The worst. He's honestly the worst human. And his legs are smaller than his upper torso, so... Excuse me, (laughs) ma'am. The way she is going at that door... Dinah, we're trying to talk about Gaston being sexist. I would literally kick him in his nuts. And I get that he's the villain. So he's a really good villain because he's a real life villain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Honestly. He's not hot. He's not like Hercules or like Milo Thatcher or anything. Like he's not even cartoon hot. No. He says every last inch of him is covered in hair too, but he got no beard. He needs to grow him a beard. Honestly. Yeah, he's a big no. I'm sorry about it. Everybody stands guest on, but I sure do not. He's not even close to being one of my favorite villains. Hate him. And he trashes her father. Yeah, he talks shit about her freaking dad. And he's but like, it, I want to marry you, but also your dad's fucking crazy. He's like talking shit about her dad and like, oh, your dad's a cuckoo bananas crazy person verbatim from the movie exact line direct quote and then the cottage blows up his perfect timing he's just a little chicken nugget he's so adorable i freaking love maurice i have a question why is his beard or his mustache brown and his hair white i wish somebody would remaster this movie and make his mustache also white We'll get right on that for you. Okay, great. Walt Disney, we have a favorite of Holland. I cannot stand it. The Tragical Podcast. I cannot stand it. Yeah, and then Bella's like, hey, Dad, am I a fucking weirdo? (laughs) Also a direct quote. (laughs) Verbatim. And Maurice is like, fuck no, bitch, we're fine. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) We're we're great. He's got these weird-ass goggles on. He's underneath this weird-ass invention. His his mustache is brown and his hair is white. And then he... He's talking about going to the fair and demonstrating his chopping machine, and it actually works this time. And Belle's like, oh, thank God. The chickens are starving with no money. (laughs) Our goats, you can see their ribs. Oh, no. (laughs) So he goes to the fair, and Belle stays behind, and God, their horse is gorgeous. Yeah. Are you kidding me, Philippe? 
He's so cute. Why is he the best or worst? He kind of is. I love him. Where Philippe stands in this house. Why am I obsessed with movie I don't know. Just Disney Even ones. like Max, I was like, I love that horse. Because you know who you don't like? Spirit. Spirit. <laughs> Kat was showing me on TikTok. People are like sexually attracted to spirit. What is wrong with you people? Seek help. That's like Kovu's hot and he's like a cartoon lion. <laughs> I just lost all respect for my sister. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Spirit, the fucking cartoon <laughs> horse is not attractive. I don't think so. I don't know for not. Go, Okay, we're done. <laughs> I can't anymore. Moving on. I can't talk about this horse anymore. Philippe is not sexy. He's just cool. Anyway, <laughs> so Maurice gets his, uh, his horse, Philippe, mm-hmm. and straps on the carriage to go to the fair. Not like a cart. And then they are going to the fair and there's a fork in the road. And Philippe is like, bitch, we're going this way. (laughs) And Maurice is like, I think we should go this way. And Philippe is like, nah, bro, we have to go this way. And Maurice is like, no, this way. And like yanks him in the direction. And they get viciously attacked by wolves. Totally fine. So you should listen to your horse next time. I think so. Philippe is clearly smarter. He has a better sense of direction. He's a gorgeous mane. It matches his mustache. He's super cool. (laughs) His mustache matches his hair. (laughs) And Maurice was wrong. Just wrong. Correct. Uh, Philippe runs away. He knows he can't help him, so he goes to find help. We'll go with that. He's still a good horse. He's, He's very smart. And then Maurice gets away and finds the castle. Yeah, he's like wandering around in the rain. He just happens upon this giant castle that no one knows is there. It's so crazy. Amazing. And he knocks on the door of this castle. It's just open. Yeah. Of course it is. Just walk right in. Yeah. Wouldn't you do that? Mm. Also, how big do you think the grounds are? Like, how long do you think he had to walk getting from, like, the gate to, like, the door? Is this legitimate? You really care? Well, I'm just, I'm just curious. <laughs> Maybe 17 seconds? I don't think it's that much. So specific. I mean, okay. 20 seemed too long and 15 seemed too short, so I went with 17. I mean, like, when you see, like, like castles in, like, movies and stuff, because I've never seen one, like, in real life. We when see you're Cinderella's driving. castle all the time. We've seen Sleeping Beauty's castle. Hello. Okay. I mean, like... Those are real. Real castles. How dare you? Anyway... <laughs> Like, if when you're driving in a car, sometimes it takes, like, minutes. So, like, I'm curious as to, like, how long he was, like, walking, like, looking up at this fucking cat. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I just liked watching you ramble about it. We're going to move on. <laughs> um, I can't handle a sad old man, though. No, I, I really wanted to help him. It and hurts I my soul so much. He's such a chicken nugget. Little chicky nuggy. Lumiere and Cogsworth just happen to be in the foyer. And just arguing, as they do. Right. You know, they're just, like, waiting for someone to come into right. the castle. They just wait there for... They've been waiting ten there years. for ten years. <laughs> in that spot. Please, somebody come into the castle. What do you think they do all day? I mean, we know Lumiere... I was going to say Lumiere and Fifi be Fifi's getting feathers, it. But I don't know how that works, but they have been having a gay old time. Yeah, man. And Cogsworth, I'm sure... Snips at people and bosses fucking, them around. He's a narc. He is a narc. He's a snitch, bro. He would totally tell me if you had, a, like, a bowl in your backpack in middle school. Oh, God. Fuck, He'd fuck be like, Cogsworth. Is that, is that contraband in your backpack? 
and teacher, he, teacher. Yeah, no, for that's Cogsworth. Damn, nerd. So they greet <laughs> Maurice, mm-hmm. and Maurice is like poking them and stuff because he's an inventor. And what would you do if a clock started talking to you? I'd be like, oh, I'm tripping. <laughs> God, how much of those mushrooms did I eat on my way up that twenty minute walk up the drive? Doesn't um, matter. Why can't some of the things talk and some of them can't? Because the things that can talk were humans before, whereas the things that can't were inanimate objects. And they I'm just stayed had an answer. <laughs> inanimate objects. Because my fear, okay, my fear was that, like... Oh, so wait, like, all the forks and knives aren't actually, like, legit people? They're just, like, animated? No, I think anything that moves now was a person. The drapes don't talk, so, like, the drapes were drapes. No, but that's what I'm saying, like, why can't the forks and spoons all talk? They're all mouths. <laughs> They weren't, they weren't dying to give them mouth. Wait, I have so many questions. Okay, so in, like, I'm getting ahead of us, but I, if you've seen this movie, so it doesn't matter. In the um, Be Our Guest scene, like, when everything, those are all people, everything is dancing. Those are all people. I think so. Like, the dining room, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, the dining room table doesn't, like, move or the chairs. So, like, those were, like, dining room table and chairs. No, the chairs like, were bumping at some point. I just worry about the toilet. Okay, my question like, is... <laughs> Okay, and that like that was like a whole China set. That was like a five hundred piece set. There's not five hundred people working in that castle. I think it's just the ones that talk were humans, and then everything else just became animated. You get what oh, I'm saying? Oh, you know what? I guess so because I thought that's what you other... were explaining to me, and then no. I thought you were really smart, and then and but then it was my idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually how it goes. Hey, cat. Hey, what? You know what that reminds me of? What? Our sponsor. Oh yeah. Hey, Mel, do you like cute earrings? You know I do. What about bucket hats? Absolutely. What about macrame and cute wall hangings? Those are my favorite things. You would absolutely love this really cute shop that I adore called Shop Sunshine Seekers. They make the most adorable handmade pom-pom earrings, Mickey bucket hats, and home decor. That sounds so fun. And I have a code for free shipping for our listeners. Cat. Tell me that code. The code is going to be tragical. You can use it when you shop at shopsunshineseekers.com for free shipping on your order. And everyone should definitely give them a follow at shopsunshineseekers on Instagram. That code for free shipping is tragical. T-R-A-G-I-C-A-L. Linked in the comments below. Whoop, whoop. I never had okay. like coffee today. I just realized. Oh my god, ever? I would have no. such a headache. I drank that whole Mr. Pip. Oh, that's true. I love Mr. Pip. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just called Pip Extra now. I still call it Mr. Pip too, though. Is it really? I think it's just called Pip Extra now. I don't think it's Mr. Pip anymore. They took his title away. Yeah, they stripped that man of his title. Now it's just Pip Extra. He's just and Extra is just an X. Is no E. It's like X T R A. I could be making this up. No, I feel like you're right, because when I ordered it, I feel like it said Pib Extra. Were you like, can I have a Mr. Pib? <laughs> no, I ordered it online because I have social anxiety, oh. and I don't order things in person. I, can I have a Mr. Pib, please? And we've gone on too long. <laughs> so Lumiere, well, Lumiere really, not Cogsworth, because he's a snitch. Fucking narc. Bring Maurice to the fireplace, and they give him tea, and Chip is like, he, 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 he has a mustache, it tickles, and then, um, and then, uh, Beast hears them, because they're being loud AF at what is probably, like, a one in the morning. Honestly. And he gets really mad and throws Maurice in the, ta- it's a tower? It's not yes. a dungeon. Correct. I wrote dungeon, and then we later find out it's a tower. It's a prison. It's a tower prison. I want one of those. Let's get one. Okay, we can put Dinah in it. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. And then cutscene. 
Gaston is planning a wedding for a woman who wants absolutely nothing to do with him. When he, okay, so Gaston goes over to Belle's house and knocks on the door to propose to her and the whole wedding party is waiting outside. And when he comes into her house, he's the rapiest man in the entire world. No, 110%. He is all over her and she clearly wants nothing to do with him. Yeah, no, he literally throws himself literally like on top of her. She's probably so freaking used to it. You think that's the first time he's ever treated her like that? Yeah. No. Like she she knows what she's doing. She's like throwing tables in front of him and shit, but I would punch him in his nuts. I'm I, not kidding. I literally I would, would have laid him flat. I don't care that he eats a five dozen eggs or however many it is every day. Also just dozen. very unsanitary. Um, Belle avoids him completely and kicks him out. And he falls in the mud. And then she goes and feeds the chickens and the goats. And then it's like the prettiest scene of like any Disney movie ever. I want adventure in the gray white somewhere. You guys are missing all the dandelions flying around her oh right now. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. It's so freaking pretty. It's just the buildup of the music too, and it's just like... No, it's literally like one of the prettiest scenes of any Disney movie, if you ask me. Who has pink lip gloss in 1690? Um, I think they added that in there when they remastered this movie. Pink lip gloss? <laughs> yeah, because I don't think her lips were quite that pink or glossy in the original. I don't care because it's so beautiful. It is, <laughs> she's rocking it. Let me tell you, she looks great. So she's chilling in the field, crying about her life, which honestly, that was pretty scary. So she has every right. Like he literally was very abrasive. I cry over <laughs> a lot less serious things quite often, so... And then uh, Philippe returns without Papa. Papa? Papa? <laughs> Papa? So Belle is like, OMG, take me to Papa. And I don't like how you say Philippe it. is like, I know the way. Let's go because Philippe has better direction than everybody on planet Earth. Better than me. I use For GPS real. to drive to work and I drive there every day. And he takes Belle to the castle. And uh, she goes to knock, and again, do door's unlocked. It's just open. We didn't learn our lesson from five hours ago, so we're no. just going to go ahead and leave the door unlocked. So she, like, basically is talking to the inanimate objects. She's cool with it. And they bring her to Maurice, her papa, and he's like, how did you find me? And she's like, you should listen to the horse. <laughs> <laughs> the horse is smarter than every person in our town combined. Uh, Papa, you should really listen to the horse more often. <laughs> and then, of course, Beast comes in because, again, everyone is fucking shouting. <laughs> yeah, like, do these people, inanimate objects, I guess, these things speaking in this castle don't know inside voices. I'm sure they need some drama in their lives, though. They're they probably, the yeah, this is the best. <laughs> they haven't seen anything in, like, ten years. So she's like, you know what? Please free my papa. He's clearly sick. He's got the Rona. Let him out. And Beast is like, you would trade places with him? And she's like, yeah, that's papa. <laughs> he's like, all right, fam. He's like, okay. And then he doesn't even let her say goodbye to papa. Now he throws that bitch in an enchanted, creepy, crawly spider cart thing. thing. Yeah. Says deuces, bro. So the creepy spider cart thing brings Maurice back to the village and Belle becomes a prisoner in yeah. the prison tower. Perfect. And um, Lumiere is like, why don't we put her in a room? Like, she's cute. <laughs> she's cute. Why don't we give her a room? <laughs> we'll give her a real bed. And Beast is like, whatever, sure, do your thing. Because he feels a little bad because she didn't get to say goodbye to her papa. So they're walking 
to the room that he's taking her to. Uh-huh. And Beast is trying to make, like, small talk. Yeah, Lumiere is trying to coach him. Lumiere's a bad wingman, <laughs> honestly. so funny. He's like, so the weather today is, uh, it's quite dark out, huh? He's like, <laughs> yeah, it's shit in this castle. Sorry we don't use the heater. Um, <laughs> we don't have I'll get that going for you. $16.99, we don't have a heater. <laughs> yeah, let me get the coal furnace going for you. And then he's like, also, uh, the castle is yours now, I suppose, because fuck everything, uh, except don't go in the West Wing. And she's like, what's in there? And he's like, I mean, I would immediately go to the West Wing. Really? In face of Beast? I'm good. She's already faced him. He's clearly not going to kill her. And then he's like, do you want to join me for dinner? And she's like, no, bitch. And he's like, you will join me for dinner. And she's like, all right, I'm not doing it. And then cut scene. The best musical number of the movie, even though it's about the worst human possible. (laughs) I just want to know, how come Gaston can eat five dozen eggs and not get salmonella? But I can eat one thing of cookie dough and everyone is like, you're going to fucking die. No, he would definitely die, especially in 1690. He looked fine to me. Well, he didn't look fine, but he was alive. (laughs) There's no way. What is that? Okay, you eat five dozen eggs a day. Is that what he's saying? Yeah. Also, who's providing these eggs? That's That's like 60 eggs times seven days a week. Whoa. He eats like 2,000 eggs a week. <laughs> He's just eggs. Bro. That's why when he hunts, he doesn't actually eat the meat. He trades it for eggs. That pheasant he shot, eggs. That's too many eggs. Where? Who has that many chickens to give him that many eggs? You can't eat that many eggs. No one else in the entire town has ever eaten an egg because Gaston eats all of them. They're like what a delicacy. Right. Like half an egg. They have to immediately give all their eggs to Gaston. What they trade eggs for a beer at his tavern. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, Timmy? I want to try an egg, Mama. No. <laughs> they all have to go to Gaston and he'll kill us. Timmy, I'm sorry. We have to give him all to Gaston. He's got to eat 1200 a week. I just want an egg, Mom. <laughs> Poor Timmy just wants a fucking egg. <laughs> LeFou's Gaston Ballad ready. No. The way he looks at him. Yeah. LeFou <laughs> loves Gaston. Yeah, pretty I much. I don't know why he's a jerk. Why is everyone in this town so upset? I think they're just scared of him. I think he's the only attractive man in that, like, remotely attractive man in that town. Did you see the, did you see Tom Dick and Harry? <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> no. They say it in the song. Yeah, Tom Dick and Stanley. Okay. <laughs> Do you think I just pulled Stanley yeah. out of my ass? Did you see Tom Dick and Stanley? You I think thought- that Ben Betts are going to go for that? You think Sarah, Sarah, and Magali <laughs> are going to go for that? So anyway, they sing Gaston. It's a bop, but also fuck Gaston. And then Maurice comes running in, and he's like, yo, my daughter was stolen by a beast. He does seem a little cuckoo bananas. Yeah. It's not the best delivery. I mean, if no matter how he delivered it, you'd say that your daughter was kidnapped by a beast. No one's really going to believe you. I hate a sad old man. I know. I can't do sad old men. They throw him outside in the cold. Yeah, and then he has to walk home in the snow, and he's not properly dressed and he's already ill and it's really sad. I'm gonna cry. It makes I know. me really sad. I can't think about it. It makes me really sad too. Uh, yeah, back to the castle and um, Madame Wardrobe and Mrs. Potts are trying to cheer Belle up. Do you think they're super fucking pumped to have like real girl time with like an actual <laughs> woman? She's like, so tell me about every man in your town. What are they like? Can you rank them one through 100? And Beast is waiting downstairs for Belle to come to dinner. And Cogsworth comes down and he's like, 
Um, yeah, so Belle, uh, mm, yeah, you know, she said she's not coming. And so he's really <laughs> mad and he yells and then he runs upstairs and he bangs on the door and he's like, come to dinner. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, then you can starve. And she's like, okay. So Beast goes nighty night because he's angry poos. And Belle, being the bad bitch, she is just walks out the door, and everyone's like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm hungry. I'm going to get dinner. Meanwhile, Lumiere's supposed to be, like, watching for her, and him and Fifi are getting jiggy with it in the freaking curtains. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I'm happy for them. You know what? Good for them. And she's really hungry, and they are pumped. They, they don't get to do anything ever. So you know what? They never have. Guests. guests. <laughs> and so they want her... To, to be, be there, guess. guess. <laughs> yeah, man. Honestly, such a bop. I know every single word to this dumb song, and I don't know why. But I feel like this was one of the movies we did watch a lot growing up. But it's also, such it's, a good movie. It's one of those songs that is a Disney like staple. You know what I mean? If you go see a freaking show like at any of the parks, it's playing in the background yeah. somewhere. Like it's playing in the restaurants. But I love it. I love dinner, and I love this song. I love dinner. It's so great. Also, I do actually love the restaurant at Magic Kingdom. I've only eaten there once for lunch. We did eat there I'm once for lunch. Noob. <laughs> and I ate there once for breakfast. I've eaten there a couple times for breakfast, actually. The breakfast is really, really good. They have, like, a cheese and meat plate, which I would just yeah. get cheese now. But, bro, it slaps. At least it used to. It's They, they changed the way they do it you now. You could give me American cheese on a plate, and I would be delighted. Oh, yeah, cheese. I just love cheese. But, yeah, Lumiere is such a good showman, and Mrs. Potts is such a hospitable lady. And They've been practicing this for 10 years. Yeah. And when Cogsworth does his little dance. Oh, no. <laughs> Cogsworth? Get let loose. <laughs> He's so cute. Oh, man. And she's totally stuffed. Dinner's over. And she's like, oh, my gosh, Cogsworth, you seem like you know so much about this castle. Like, you should show me around. Me she little, knows how to play him. Give me a little tour. And he's like, oh, my God, you're right. I do know everything about this castle. Let me show you around. She knows what she's doing. She does. She's smart. So they're walking around. And Cogsworth is, like, kind of droning on about, like, art. Yeah. Shit no one cares about. And she sees the the staircase to the West Wing, uh-huh. and she's like, I want to go up there, and they try and stop her. And they say something about the library, and she's like, oh, the library, I want to see that. So they're all pumped. They're like, yeah, we fucking distracted her. Library. They start doing the little library swag walk, and then she sneaks up the stairs to the West Wing, which, again, I would too, so. And then in the West Wing, it's all like kerfuffled because he's thrown all the furniture around and broken everything. She comes across... A sexy-ass photo. And it's ripped, so she puts the little ripped piece up. Are you freaking kidding me? That's what he fucking That's looks like. That's the beast. Bella's already, she already knows where she's going after yeah. this. Mm-hmm. She she tries to play coy, but she knows what's up. Did you see that painting of that man? She wants that ginger king. I love gingers. Yeah. Prince Adam, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Five stars. Yes. One of my favorite princes. 110%. That jawline. Are you kidding me? I love him so much. Any man that can pull off a low pony. I mean, I like it when it's all, like, wavy and stuff. Oh, I mean, not like, I don't really like the pony. I like it when it's all down and he looks like Jesus. I want to put it in a man bun. 
Oh my god, imagine Prince Adam in a man bun. Someone draw that for us, please. I'm sure it's out there already. Are you kidding I'm me? Googling it's it out right there. Now. <laughs> um, but then he finds her and beats her senseless. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, she's fucking with his enchanted rose. <laughs> he does get really mad. And he starts breaking more things that are already broken, so who cares? And he's yelling at her to get out. And she runs away. In a snowstorm. Yeah. Which is already very smart. Yeah. Uh, and then our friendly pack of wolves decide that they're hungry. Those darn wolves. I know. You know who they remind me of? That poor hungry wolf with a sword in the stone. <laughs> if he would have been in this pack of wolves, he wouldn't have been so scrawny. You're right. He needs a pack. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so scrawny, because he's alone. No, I hate that movie even more. No, I'm sad. No, I'm just kidding. I love that movie. So Belle almost gets yeeted by wolves, and then Beast just happens to come in and save her. And then he literally gets, like, the shit kicked out of him by these freaking wolves. Yeah, they do a number on him. Yeah, so they cut him up and, like, claw him up, I guess. They don't really cut him. <laughs> They're Edward Scissorhands. The wolves knives. <laughs> Just standing there on two legs. <laughs> oh, oh no. Okay, okay so, so the wolves have knives. <laughs> these French wolves. The wolves are knives. <laughs> into the castle. Wait, we can't. We cannot. (laughs) No, they have knives. (laughs) The wolves with knives attack the beast, but he eventually fights them off, but he's really wounded. So, oh my gosh, poor Philippe has to carry Beast back to the castle. He must weigh 4,000 pounds. Also, this poor horse has been going back and forth between this castle and this town for like four days. Philippe deserves the best vacation after this stupid movie. Sad. So they make it back into the castle, and Beast is literally licking his wounds, and Belle is trying to, like, help him clean them off and, like, heal him, and they start arguing, and it's kind of hot. Adorable. <laughs> it's, it's very coupley. She literally is like, you're a fucking asshole, and you're going to shut the fuck up while I clean your wounds. End of story. And then, uh, meanwhile, Gaston... Back in town, Gaston is planning to send Papa Maurice off to the loony bin. And the asylum guy is literally horrifying. He's very scary. Who is he? Why is he so scary? If you think about asylums back then. Yeah, they were rough. Yeah. Like, nobody had clothes. No. And they were just, like, in hallways. Yeah. There Naked was and not, crazy. There was not anything good happening there. That's going to be the title of my first album. <laughs> Naked and crazy. Naked and crazy. Perfect. And then we go back to the castle, and one of my favorite dresses of Belle's. She's in her green dress. She's freaking stunning. Looking Sporting gorgeous. her 17-inch waist. Uh, yeah, God, I fucking wish. And then this is when B surprises her with the library. Because, you know, he gets word from some of his little cohorts. That she likes the library. So he's like, hey, this is yours now, all these books. If if a man gave me that many books, I would probably lose my shit. But also, he's holding her captive, and he's like, here's every book. Yeah, I mean, what else is she going to do while she's there? Not be a prisoner, and he can let her go home? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the drapes in that room have to be 60 feet high. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like 10 stories high. What are those drapes? They must weigh at least 1,000 pounds each. Probably more. Are you kidding me? Because that room is probably, yeah, like six stories high. I would say, yeah. And the drapes are the whole 
room. And they look legit. They look like velvet or something, you know? I'll call Prince and How ask. do you launder drapes like that? You don't. You just beat the <laughs> shit out of them. <laughs> you just beat the shit out of them with a broom. 1690s Febreze. So then we have another freaking serve that Belle serves us in her pink dress with her cute little Christmas hood. Honestly, between this one and her actual Christmas dress from like the, the Christmas movie, these are my two favorite dresses. She looks stunning in winter wear. I just, I just want Belle's wardrobe, I guess. It's fine. She does have really cute clothes. Yeah. And he's all like, oh my God, she didn't even shut her at my paw. And I'm like, she saw that portrait. Belle, <laughs> Belle already knows what's up. She stands behind the tree and she's acting all like, oh my God, do I like him? Like Belle, girl, let's be serious. We all saw the painting. We were all there. Belle has beautiful almond-shaped nails. Bro, they're like perfectly freaking shaped and stunning. They do the manicure good, you know, the French. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> French manicure. Uh, so that night, Beast gets a bath. Yeah, He's he a looks, dirty boy. He looks really good with his curls. He doesn't. It's serve? It's not. Then, I'm sorry. Belle finally gets an updo. Thank God. Yeah, and, she has like a little half bun. Yeah, and he's so nervous for their little evening together. It's so cute. I'm so cute. And then, of course, gold dress. Take it all this time. Say your violin. Is it bad? Yikes. <laughs> there was no difference. <laughs> I really tried. <laughs> no, you did. Um, um, goosebumps still, yeah. though. Am I right? No, literally, it makes me emo every single time. It's so beautiful. Like, he's in his little blue tugs. She's in her freaking stunning gold dress with her half up, half down updo. Mrs. Freaking Potts. Is, Angela Lansbury could sing me into a stupor. Mm. A queen. I hope she does. That's how I want to go. Angela, call me. Angela, sing me to sleep. When they begin to dance, she moves that paw right where she wants it. She's like, take my 15-inch waist, please. His paw could span her waist probably four times. He could easily crush her with <laughs> no problem. Just with his pinky and his thumb. <laughs> Honestly. Anyway, that's a horror movie for another day. <laughs> Let's see it happen. I'd love to. It'd be cute. Then they go out to the balcony, and they're being really cute. Mom. And he's like, are you happy being a prisoner? prisoner? And she's like, no. I mean, yes, but also I miss Papa and I want to make sure Papa is okay. And he's like, cool. Well, let me show you something. And it's a magical mirror that so can show her whatever she wants. I have a question with this. Mm -hmm. Was the magic mirror part of the the curse was it like like he could see anything that he can't have now or like do you think do you think he just already had that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, just a rich boy toy <laughs> yeah i don't know what's up with the mirror like i kind of see it as like either he already had it which is doubtful or like she gave it to him as like a, you could literally ask to see anything in the world and you can't have it or attain it because that could be a beast torture yeah kind yeah of like torture like oh you could have all these things but since you were rude to me you're a beast now yeah. You what if he was just like, shoot me like, naked ladies? That's what you know I hope men doing. are. Oh, yes. <laughs> and cat. Men and cat. Just kidding. I mean, I wonder what he actually would even look at. Show me Bill changing. <laughs> He's had it this whole time. He totally did. I'm sorry. He said, yep. What if I it had like, like it would have had like a browser and she saw it like, oh my God, be it. <laughs> Why are you looking at my room? My recent search Bell's room. Why is your recent search history in my room? Uh, what are you looking at? 
So she sees Papa, and she sees that they're about to throw him in the asylum, and that he's sick and whatnot. And she's like, oh my gosh, I have to save him. And he's like, go to him, because he loves her, and he wants her to go save her Papa. So uh, she gets on her horse, and she goes to save Papa, and Chip uh, hides in her bag. So they're taking away Papa, right? Like, they're going to they're gonna eat that man into the asylum. Uh-huh. These town people have nothing better to do with their time than go watch this poor, sad old man. Whether he's in need of an asylum or a mental health help at that time, you have nothing better to do than stand outside of their house and watch that poor man get taken away. It's been a really big week for this town. The sheep got out on Monday. <laughs> Wednesday, they threw an old man into an asylum. It's been a big week. I'm Jeez, just saying. It's like, go little home. Quiet village, my ass. All right. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there's a fucking lot going on. Seems pretty crazy. So then Belle is like, no, he's not crazy. There's really a beast, and I can show you him on this magic mirror that the beast gave me. Gaston snatches the mirror like a jerk. And it's like, oh, we have to kill this guy. Beasts are dangerous. I think in reality they would burn Belle at the stake because she's, she's a witch. A witch. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh, no, absolutely. She would have been um, either thrown in the water with um, something tied to her foot or she would have been burned at the stake. I think this town is more of a burned at the stake kind of town. Yeah. She, she would have um, been burned at the stake. Yeah, but. she's a magical mirror and she's talking about a beast. She's getting burnt at the stake. But instead, they uh, grab their torches and pitchforks, and they go to storm the uh, castle. And in the song is one of my personal favorite lines from the whole movie, which is quite perfect. They say, we don't like what we don't understand. In fact, it scares us. Yeah. Which I would like to say um, humans have outgrown, but in fact, I feel like it's only gotten worse. Yeah, it's (laughs) just only gotten gotten worse. worse. (laughs) So they throw Belle and Papa in their own basement, and uh, luckily chip the stowaway, gets the uh, good old wood chipper invention, and breaks them out. Perfect. So they are hot on the trail of the townspeople going to storm Beast Castle. Which, why is it called Beast Castle? They should call it, like, Prince Adam's Castle. I know. Do you know that I'm thinking, like, why did he never say, like, hey, my name isn't actually Beast? Like, I have Maybe he liked name. it. Maybe it's, like, a cute nickname. Hi, Beast. Yeah, he never, like, corrected her. Everyone else in the know. castle just calls him Master. So, like, gen- like, we genuinely don't really know his name. I'm sure afterwards he's like, by the way, my name is Adam. <laughs> no, he said, but you can still call me Beast. Only in bed. <laughs> Only in private. No. So uh, the townspeople go to fight Beast, and the castle inhabitants are savages. Yeah, they're led by Madame Wardrobe, by the way. They are, like, pouring hot water on them and stabbing them with scissors. They're, like, showing all the humans running out of the castle because they're getting their ass kicked by inanimate objects. And as they're running out, there's this dude on this staircase who's, like, stuck in a chair, and he's, like, Dead. He's not moving. <laughs> the man is dead. He has a chair around his neck and he's not moving. Do you think that was a chair that came to life? Or and it's strangling him? Or do you think it's just a normalized chair? <laughs> <laughs> what if a chair that was alive took a chair that wasn't alive and hit him over the head? But I'm going to go with that. I like that too. Okay, great. So Gaston goes, um, I don't know, upstairs. <laughs> to call it. To find yeah, beast. Up yeah, to the West Wing. The West Wing. And uh, Gaston goes to hit him. And it's actually a gargoyle. What an idiot. <laughs> it's a gargoyle. He's so illiterate. 
it. Stupid. <laughs> you thought it was Beast and it was a gargoyle. What an idiot. Estupida. But then they uh, they tussle. Uh, Beast is obviously like a million times bigger and holds him over the rooftop. But then he decides not to kill him because he secretly has a good soul. He's a good heart. And then Belle runs into his arms. But wait. Gaston stabs him in the back. Yeah, it's kind of fucking rude. I mean, <laughs> he what, just we don't expect anything else. saved your life, essentially. Yeah. And then you're going to just stab him. They fear what they don't know. Literally, Beast just, like, kind of shoves his shoulder a little bit and flings Gaston off the building, so... But... Beast is fucking bleeding, you guys. <laughs> oh my god, Beast is, like, he's gushing he, blood. It's quite a bit of blood. He is like... No, it was literally a lot of blood. I literally was like, okay, wait. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Gaston basically killed himself, so we don't feel bad. No. I mean, he could have lived falling um, 19 stories to the ground. We don't know. Yeah, no. I, I don't I, know. I, they don't really say, so... He might have landed in some snow. Yeah, he yeah. landed in the snow. He's good. He's great. back in the village. He's drinking his ale. He's great. LeFou is singing to okay. him. He's nursing him back to health. And then Belle is really sad that she's Beast like, is about to die. She's literally telling him, like, you're not dying. You're fine. And he's bleeding out on his castle. <laughs> she's in denial. <laughs> he's just bleeding everywhere. Then, you're fine. And he's, like, holding on to his last breath. And she says, I love you. And it breaks the curse. And the magical music plays. And all I can think of is that meme. That meme! Oh my gosh, we'll have to post it. But it's like the funniest meme ever. I don't know why, but... I think about it probably twice a day. Like, genuinely. Because he literally changes right before her eyes into a human and, like, sparks fly out of his feet and stuff. I don't know why light comes out of his feet. It literally is so (laughs) weird to me every time. But anyway, he becomes Prince Adam and there's, like, a meme and (laughs) Belle saying, Beast, is that you? And he's like, what the fuck? I've been practicing that. There were fireworks fireworks and everything. (laughs) Prince Adam is a ginger king. He can absolutely call me any day. Goodbye, goodnight. I love him so much. And then they smooch. All the gargoyles turn back to angels and that's stupid. I wish there was like a reset button where he could be like, actually I like the gargoyles. Where do you think the witch is? Do you think she like felt it that he broke the curse? (laughs) I don't know. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's a good question, maybe. She's Do you think like, she yes. just did that and left? Do you think she's done that to, like, thousands of people all There's over the world? There's no more monarchies anymore because they're <laughs> Is she just knocking on rich people? people's doors and trying to give them their own stuff to stay the night? Give them their own. <laughs> no, bitch. You cannot come in here. <laughs> I, I guess my thing was, was like, okay, so all the inanimate objects become their previous person. Uh-huh. And did they age? Like, was time frozen? Because I, I didn't so. really think about it until Chip. Because Chip is like, what? Four. Four? I don't think they aged. I think they all stayed the same age for like ten years. Also, why is Mrs. Potts <laughs> 70 and why is Chip four? I don't think that's allowed. Also, back in that time, did people really live to be 65? No, Mrs. Potts is like, they're all ancient. I mean... Maybe she just prematurely grayed. Because of all the freaking trauma she went through. Is the end of their wedding? I don't know. No. Just, just a party. Dancing. Just a fuck yeah, we're humans again party. It's just everyone watching Bell and Beast dance. It's not even a party. <laughs> and watching yeah, them what? dance again. What? <laughs> they said, go put That's your That's not a good party. You're right. <laughs> go put your coat back it. on. Now that you're... He's probably still bleeding everywhere. <laughs> no, I know. He's a trail of blood. I hope Maurice is happy as a castle now. That's pretty cool. He can tinker with a lot of stuff. He's got I mean, tons of tinker space now. Beast broke everything in the West Wing. He's so got I mean, that West Wing to 
he's gonna chip gains that shit. He's got demo day. DIY everything. <laughs> Ready to go. Chip flop everywhere. But yeah, and then um, the end credits is Taylor's oldest time, but it's sung by Sweet. <laughs> okay, so the guy in the song with her, we looked him up. We didn't know name. who it was. I was like, oh, his voice is lovely. I wonder who it is. And his name is Peebo. Peebo Bryson. Honestly, Peebo, that's a, you got a voice there, fella. Also, can we talk about how nothing will ever, like, top how the 90s, 90s movies ended it with, like, superior. yeah, these incredible versions of, like, a popular song in the movie. Oh, he's he's kicking. Okay, how is he? Oh, he doesn't have an end, so... Um, okay. He's 69. <laughs> Bebo. <laughs> Bebo. Hey. Hey, Bebo. Oh my god, I don't even know what to rate this movie. 100 out of 100. Do you want to go first? I think we're, we're going to be very shocked by this, I'm sure. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Oh my <laughs> god, what? I'm going to put it... <laughs> I know, there's so many. I'm going to put it um, under Princess and the Frog and above Hunchback, so it's at number 3 for me. I am giving Beauty and the Beast. A 9 out of 10. Ooh. I just love Beast so much. Yeah, he's pretty good. But I don't stand Belle, except for her eyebrows. And Gaston really pisses me off. That's the only reason I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. I feel that. Um, so mine is going above Cinderella. Because Cinderella's one of my favorite princesses, but mm-hmm. she's definitely not my very favorite. And also just Beast. Like, Prince Adam. The end. And then uh, right below Monster Zinc. Because... Mike and Sully are just the tits. They're the best. <laughs> so it was really hard. I put it, at first I put it between Princess and the Frog and then Monster Zinc, but I was like, no, I really love Monster Zinc. I've seen Monster Zinc so many times. I had mine under Hunchback and then I put it over Hunchback. So it's officially Halloween. Spooky season. I'm going to pick something that I've never seen. What? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen Frankenweenie. Oh my gosh, Frankenweenie is. The creepiest movie. How have I never seen a Tim Burton movie? It's honestly so creepy. I've seen it a couple times. It's, I'm excited. It's really, it's tragical. I'm pumped. <laughs> you know how much I freaking love Tim Burton? Anything by him I freaking love. Oh man, I can't wait. I'm so There's excited. so much I want to tell you right now. No, don't tell me anything. <laughs> okay, well, visit our website. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> do it. Tell us how you like it. Tell yeah, us what you want us to add. Okay, I want to set up our Patreon, but I want to make sure that you guys get presents for signing up for Patreon. You know what I mean? Obviously, we're going to have additional content on our Patreon, but I want to make sure that if you subscribe to our Patreon that you get a toy. (sighs) Yeah, so the social medias, subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already, tell your friends, leave a review. Reviews are seriously so helpful. Please. Just write like, love it you don't have to be like you don't have to give detail or anything you can just write like a heart perfect just a heart emoji pick a color five stars uh thanks for listening thanks um goodbye Bye. these opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company the cover art for tragical podcast was created by johnny the alchemist on instagram Give him a like and a follow to see more of his insanely good artwork and to contact him for any of your artwork needs. The Tragical Podcast intro music was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact information can be found on his Instagram at Ja Reezy. J-A-H-R-E-E-Z-Y.